Let's do this. Hello, Internet. Hey, welcome to the McGap and Fry... Uh, McGap <laughs> Welcome to the McGap and Fry's Movie Podcast. I'm Ian McNally, and he's inebriated. <laughs> hey, I'm Gavin, yeah. It's the first day of Chinese New Year, and I've been... Gong Ti Fai Tai. Gong Ti How many songs are there that actually are just people singing Gong Ti Fai Tai, Gong Ti Fai Tai over and over again? Because you need to hear about... 300 versions. I think it's like the same song and they're all like remixed. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's what it is because, you know, I mean, otherwise there'll be, people will get sued, you know, like, you have the no. same fucking lyrics. Well, I don't know about you, but the one thing that Gong Chi Fa Choi means to me is... What? Movies and movie news. Absolutely. What a segue. <laughs> Not a segue if you call it out as a segue. <laughs> Fuck. How many times? How many times? A lot, a lot. It's like when you told me to stop being so negative <laughs> doing that review. You went off in a deep, dark end. This week on the podcast, <laughs> I'll be reviewing <laughs> Under the Skin, um, Jupiter Rising. Jupiter bit. Ascending. I keep calling it. Every <laughs> I have written two reviews of this movie and I've tweeted Each about it. Each time you call it Jupiter Rising. I managed to avoid it up until now. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Rising, I think, is the comic that Frank Quietly is doing at the moment. Is it? I think so. Either way, I'm also going to talk about TV, so I'm going to talk about... It's, it's, it's movie-related because it's the 12 Monkeys TV show, which is four episodes in, and I'm going to give a little bit of a review on that. If you are looking for us, uh, we're on iTunes. You can leave a review there. It'd be very helpful. Uh, we're also on Stitcher. Uh, you can get us at Twitter, at McGappinFries, if you want to keep up to when the podcasts are coming out. And or you can email us at podcast at McGappinFries.com. I swear, I swear to God, I'm not always this wasted. No. I get. I usually get wasted throughout the project. It's not like we're getting new listeners at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you do listen, uh, we would really appreciate if you could give us a like on Facebook.com, on Facebook, on the Facebooks, uh, because that would help us out with stuff. Oh, reviews on iTunes also help us to get up the thingy. So, news. News. Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, Sony and Marvel have worked out a deal where Sony will pretty much rent Spider-Man to Marvel. Like, uh, when, when this first came out, everyone thought that, uh, okay, Marvel has gotten Spider-Man back. Yeah. And that's not entirely no. true. Um, Sony still has Spider-Man, but Sony recently has been in some trouble. And they're kind of in the shit. And I think they've realized that... Spider-Man 2 is a pile of shit. Absolutely right. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a pile of shit. Yeah, like Spider-Man 2, on the other hand, yes. is an amazing superhero Yes, movie. Spider-Man 2 is great. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Although I never, I, ne- I never saw it, because Amazing Spider-Man didn't impress me enough to see it. Really? No, I never you saw it. You didn't see it. Dubstep Electro? No. Oh, Did there was see? a Dubstep Electro? Well, when he's attacking people, he was uh, making not electricity happen in the background, and it was Dubstep. Right, right. He was attacking Spe- Peter, Sp- Peter, Sp- Peter Parker, Spider-Man, with the power of Dubstep. Yeah. But um, fuck, I might be drunk too. Yes, I think I think you are. Uh, Sinister Six is still happening at Sony. So yeah, Amazing Spider-Man three is cancelled. Yes. <laughs> Dark Horizons had as it's officially and completely cancelled. Yes. Sinister Six, Venom, and the untitled film about the female characters of the Spider-Man universe are still in active development. Yes. Which is pointless. Yes, but that's at Sony. 
Uh, but Sony is uh, sort of renting Spider-Man out to the Marvel Universe, and now we uh, hear that uh, uh, Spider-Man in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe will be making his debut in Captain America. Yeah, in Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. So the way this works is apparently... Andrew Garfield is out. Yeah, unfortunately. Because he was the other dude's good. They're going for a younger Peter Parker. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, like, uh, I, you know, when I covered in the review, I think that um, Andrew Garfield is a Steve Ditko Spider-Man. Whereas, yeah. whereas uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was John Romita. Hmm. Yeah. So in that sense, you know, I thought Andrew Garfield fit it pretty good. Yeah. Um, although he's a bit of a dick when, you know, the ghost of um, No Cure for Cancer, Dennis... Dennis Leary. Leary. When yeah, the yeah. ghost of Dennis Leary said, Don't hang out with my daughter! What does and he, he do? spends the first half of the movie hanging yeah, out with his daughter. Out with the daughter. And he's like, Oh, hang on, wait, guilt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently, not only are they renting, they're not really renting Spider Man, what they're actually renting is Kevin Feige. Feige. Yes, yes. So apparently, Feige. it's been revealed that no money no money has, has changed hands for this. Yes. Marvel Studios won't pay Sony for the rights with Spider Man Captain America. Uh, or other myth films and Sony won't receive a pen- percentage of any revenue Disney makes from Marvel films according to DarkHorizons.com yeah. um, so by the same arrangement Marvel won't re- receive a cut of the box office for any of Sony's films that feature Spider-Man and potentially some of the other MCU heroes so I mean which is actually works out pretty well for everyone I think Yeah. yeah. because if there'd been money involved there would have been dickishness involved yeah. did we- you see the, uh, the interview with uh, Hugh Jackman he was doing the rounds for Chappie and uh, he was told about the Spider-Man thing. Did you no. see his face? He, you could just see the sucker punch where he's like, "What? Really? Right? Right? Mate? Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say that. But he was his face just gave it away. He's just like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Just when I'm getting too old, you know, because they're like if they're doing this with Spider-Man, yeah, it, they may do it with X-Men, you know. And he's just like, "Ah." Oh, Fuck. Well, and there's an interesting thing as well, because apparently... Matthew, but that's not going to happen, because Fox doesn't need any help. Apparently, when Matthew Vaughn was still doing um, X-Men First Class... No. No, uh, X-Men 3. X-Men... No. Um, the one that was with Young Magneto. The one that recently came out. Uh, Days of Future Past. Oh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. yeah, and when he was doing that, he originally wanted to have a young Wolverine in that as mm. well, and then have the young Wolverine and old Wolverine team up in Age of Apocalypse. Right, 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 right. So the big impact this has on the, on the Marvel movies is that um, after Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in May 2017, July that year will get the untitled Spider-Man reboot. Thor's pushed back as is Black Panther and Captain Marvel, but the Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and 2 stayed where they were, and Humans moves back as well. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of sucks. You yeah. know, I mean... Be- the thing about Spider-Man is like, yes, we've I, had five fucking. Like, movies. I understand that he's the Marvel flagship character. If this, is I a video, if this is a video podcast, this is where we just intercut with emo Tobey Maguire dancing in the street. Yeah, doing the thing, finger point, finger blasts. But the the problem is, is that we've already had so many Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So for for the for Marvel to push these movies back yeah. to make way for Spider-Man, especially to make, Black Panther and, and yeah, you know, it's Marvel. like, come on, man, it's like we don't need this shit. Hmm. It's like use Spider-Man as a team player for now because we're sick to death of the motherfucker. Yeah. You know, he's come out in so many. There's been so many different incarnations of him, and each time it's like you need to reboot it. And, and if you show me the origin one more time, you if I have to yourself. see this fucking kid get bit by a spider one more time, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Don't do it. Do it in a flashback, at least. You know, Put like, Mysterio in there. Mysterio, that fishbowl motherfucker. Yeah. And make it a make it a parable. No, that's, make it a parable about the Hollywood special effects industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. I mean, I, I mean, I, 
No, what I want to see, if you're gonna if you're gonna do another one, then give me a Spider-Man and Friends movie. And uh, Super Friends. And you know, Spider-Man Super Friends. You, you get Firestar, you get Bobby Drake still hanging around. Yeah, it's like fucking Iceman is there for no reason whatsoever. They've got an apartment that turns into a super secret I, I tech heavy IQ that they never fucking use. Make it fucking happen. Do yeah. that shit, I'll be there, I'll be first in line. Firestar's hot. Captain Marvel's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Although the the other the previous Captain Marvel was a Kree warrior who was bonded with that guy who um, it was the guy that uh, Bruce Banner saved from the radiation bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Sam Jones, John Jones, something like that. Mm-hmm. John Jones is the Martian Manhunter, but something Jones, and he got bonded through the Nega bands with Captain Marvel, which was worked out well when they were in the Golden Age. But the, there's a modern version of it in the '90s. It was Marvel Knights imprint, which I really liked. Where, I liked the Marvel Knights imprint where. Captain Marvel, the Kree side of it, yeah. um, through some adventure, he gained the cosmic consciousness, which drives... It's kind of what's happening in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They have mm-hmm. this whole thing of co- consciousness kind of fucking people up. Yeah. And it drove him nuts. So, essentially, this guy was bonded. Like, he could be in our world or the megaverse, I think it was, in the miniverse or like that. So, when Captain Marvel's in our universe, fucking shit up. This guy's trapped in this other world, unable to do anything about it. Yeah. And the, the cosmic awareness drove Captain Marvel insane. Cap- so, Captain Marvel? Marvel. Captain Marvel. <laughs> with the amazing power of rock. He breaks teeth. Um, he went nuts and just went like, and eventually I think he destroyed the universe and then had a chat with Entropy and Destiny and they rebuilt it all. Like he, he eventually just like went insane. Like, and he was super powered. So like, was Omega level mutant plus. Right. So it was an interesting comic because they took it to weird fucking places. Which you can do in the comics. Yeah. But you want, you're going to get your Saturday morning matinee digging that shit. Nah, probably not. Yeah. News just this very morning. Neil Blomkamp, Super Tease. Yes, he will be directing the next Alien film. Yeah, so he put up a picture... This uh, is probably the first time a movie has been greenlit based on Instagram. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so he put up a picture. He had, we talked about before, he put up some artwork of like... His conceptual art. He had an idea for an Alien film, and he put up a bunch of really cool... That takes place after Aliens. Yes, and he put up a bunch of really cool conceptual art. Of um, Oldman Hicks. Old man Hicks with his face like half fucked up. Urban terrorist Sigourney Weaver and what they're calling the space jockey helmet Sigourney Weaver, but it's yeah. not a space jockey helmet. It's an alien head helmet. Yes, yes, yes. I fucking hate that. So he tweeted this morning, or uh, like last night, yesterday in the US, a picture of a H.R. Geiger. one of H.R. Geiger's original um, alien artworks. He just said, um, so I think it's my, it's officially my next film, hashtag alien. So Variety have confirmed this. 20th Century Fox has closed the deal with him. Please. Please cast Michael Bean in this yes. motherfucker. <laughs> and like Ridley Scott's uh, Scott Free Production Company are producing it. You know what? I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not at all surprised because if I was Ridley Scott and I saw those Instagram pics, I'd be like, this is the biggest fucking compliment anyone can ever receive. Like Ridley Scott and James Cameron. I mean, like, yeah. this is this is a guy who clearly loves the shit out of these movies and he's got some crazy ass fucking ideas that he wants to put into practice. Yeah. So fucking do it, man. I mean, like, that conceptual art was beautiful. And the, you just started like Dallas. Yeah. You know, Hicks walks out of the shower and, it's like, and he oh. just says this, and Weaver's in bed, and she's like, I thought you were dead. He's like, hey, honey, inside of the shower. Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Dallas, that shit. Yeah. Just start it like it's a season, like it's the end of a fucking series. J.R. is the alien. That's that's amazing. And also Genie's in it, because Larry Hagman. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I mean, like, 
Michael Bean is one of these guys who's just been on the cusp of franchises yeah. his entire career. He was bad. I mean, if I was he going was, to, if I was ever going to build any aliens cosplay, I would build his one because yeah. it has the little, it's the little, the little heart with the lock on it on his armor. Yeah, but the whole thing about the heart is that that wasn't him. Yeah, I know, but still. Because originally James Ramar was uh, cast as Hicks. Oh, yeah. And um, they shot with him for like one or two weeks, and he just. You know, and I remember go join like, Eric Stoltz in the Not in Back to the Future corner. That's right. And I remember uh, watching the uh, the behind the scenes stuff for the Alien quadrilogy, and they were interviewing Michael Bean. Oh, was that the Superior Firepower? Hmm. Superior Firepower is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I watched Superior it on YouTube Firepower. recently. And the and, whole thing's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And my, you know, Michael Bean was being interviewed, and they were like saying, like, you know, so. You know, I didn't have to go to boot camp, and, you know, this guy had already designed my armor, and he had put a fucking heart there, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, that's not good. You're basically telling everyone where to aim. I'll put links up to these. There's two. I found them on YouTube. There's the Superior Firepower, and there's also the Making of Alien. Yeah. And they're really, really good. There's something about the Making of Alien where they built the leg. Like They, they didn't have much budget for the original Alien, so they made the leg for the lander. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't tall enough, so Ridley Scott put one of his kids and one of the other actor's kids in small versions of the suits, and yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it looks 30 feet taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genius. genius. Absolutely genius. One of the things that I thought was interesting, I mean, you know, the thing about the Aliens saga is that... That we fucking love it. Is that no, like the the first Alien and Aliens are generally regarded as the classics, and that yeah. is absolutely true. Yeah. But Alien Three has an incredible backstory. Oh yeah, some of the I think the, again, the backstory for Alien Three is and again probably Alien Quadrilogy uh, when they released that there was videos online as well. Yes, it was like yes. the, who, who's the original director? Vincent Ward. And there was like it was supposed to be a wooden planet traveling through yes. the universe, yes. and there was these yes. monks living on it. Yes. And it was all yes. this, like it was totally bug fuck insane. Same. And I wish that was the movie. Yeah. I wish they had made that movie because, you know, like, and even he was saying, it's like, you know, logically it didn't make a whole lot of sense, but who gives a fuck? And at that point, the Alien franchise hadn't been exploited to death. Yes. It had not yet fought Batman or yeah. Superman. Yeah. Whereas it could have been, like, there's a parallel, you know, it'd be like an episode of Fringe where they had Alien 4, Alien versus Wayne's World. Yeah. You know, they were, they, it could have been a weird art movie. It could have been. Like you know, you just you just throw these things together because when you watch there. Alien Three now, um, it feels like a weird art movie that doesn't quite cut it. This is rumor control. I mean, everyone in space is from Yorkshire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love uh, that. I love that guy though. I love that speech. It's like, this is rumor control. There's no aliens around here, and he just gets fucking eaten. <laughs> I know, I know. And you got Sigourney Weaver going like, "Do you have any weapons?" And he's like, "No." You know, it's like, this is a maximum security p- facility, and you have no weapons. You know, and she's like, no. And then Sigourney Weaver goes, then we're fucked. And then it's like, no, it's you. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just, I remember watching that as a kid and thinking... Charles Dutton is the black guy? Charles Dutton's the black guy. Charles Dance was the uh, love Medic. interest. You know, but I- I'm watching this shit. Even as a child watching it, I'm going... These people sound weird. Yeah. It doesn't fit to an alien film. And you were living in England at the time. Yeah. Probably, right? No, it wasn't. Not that point? No, not that point. That's it. It should be worth... It's worth looking at... Uh, I, I didn't realize this. I looked at his, uh, his full feed just to double check. It's yeah. worth looking at Neil Blancamp's Instagram feed. It's just Instagram.com slash Neil Blancamp. With two L's, I think. Yeah. Um, because he's also got some interesting photos from Chappie. Or posters from Chappie. So he's got like Chappie and the Antwerp, you know the Antwerp, those yeah. crazy yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. South African band that are in the movie. Yeah, the rock band, yeah. So he's got uh, Chappie and the Antwerp at the beach. Chappie and the Antwerp reading a book. 
Sheppy and Anford, where the Anford are holding machine guns, and he's holding up like uh, baby's uh, building bricks that spell "fuck mother." <laughs> and there's the three of them sitting on a bench. It's delightful. Chappie is going to be a weird fucking movie. I can't wait for Chappie. Actually, yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm super excited about Chappie. Yeah. And the moose. He's got. A, I think he actually had the photo that the big robot thing that um, Hugh Jackman drives is called the moose. Mm. Which sounds just about right. No, I mean, I, I'm a big Neil Blomkamp fan. Yeah. Like, I love District 9. I, I liked Elysium. Mm. I mean, it had some holes, you know. He's but so, I think we've, I've said this before. He has such a visual space. His, his world building. It's like Sid Mead, the movie. Yes, very much so. Like, you can see the exact same. Even his Halo shorts. It's like, yeah, that's Halo. It's an existing franchise. You know, the more, I mean, like, I'm pissed that that movie never happened. You know, it's like... Yeah, because everything they've done, even that Ridley Scott produced TV show that came out on Xbox Live or whatever the fuck, mm. it's kind of hokey. There was a previous one about some cadets and Master Chief turns up and he's a, he looks like a cosplayer, a seven foot tall cosplayer turn yeah, up. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. Master Chief is seven foot tall. Yeah. That's a, he's genetic engineering and shit like that. Yeah. But Neil Blomkamp could have made that crazy fucking universe that Bungie came up with work. Although you gotta say, I mean, like, you know, it's, if it wasn't for the Halo movie not happening, we would Wouldn't never have got District, District 9. 9. You know? And we would never have, you know, Malaysian censors would, would still not know that fucking prawn is a curse. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little sneaky prawn. Yeah. <laughs> but there's little prawn here. Ah. Is this your son? And uh, Deadpool has got its uh, female lead. Yeah. Marina Baccarin. Who? She was kind of uh, not down, but like she, I think she doubted herself a bit for Homeland. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, she's hot. No, she's fucking... Gotham, she's hot. She's insanely hot. She plays, uh, you know Lee Thompson? Oh, yeah? The Dr. Lee Thompson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays Lee Thompson in Gotham and herself in Jim. And it's... There's obviously... A, maybe there's two writers on the team or something like that. How can you wait... How can you have to wait till Gotham to know she's hot? No, like, actually, uh, Even in Firefly. Firefly, yeah. In Firefly, you're just like, oh my god. The ambassador is well welcome in my residence. That's right. But in... in but in... in that's it, right. What, Gotham... That's, that's it. Gotham vacillates between that was incredibly clever Jesus Christ this is dumb like having the Riddler drink out of a coffee cup that has a, or the future Riddler out of a coffee cup that has a fucking question mark on it is like hello McFly you know whereas having the Penguin organize this whole background clever plan and shit and then do something incredibly dumb the following week is like what the fuck but some of those writers are the best romantic writers in the world if they do a rom-com it's going to be amazing because the Jim and Lee the Jim and Lee are having a romance yeah not Jim Lee no I, 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 know, I know Jim Gordon and Lee Thompson are having a bit of romance because Barb's has gone fuck with yeah crazy and um, it's great like it's it's genuinely good like surprising romantic beats I mean I still haven't seen any of the uh, Gotham episodes mm. because I still can't just you know there's a part of me that just does not want to see these fucking guys and that's me 50% of the time watching it no, but I have zero interest. I mean, it's probably a really good show. Even if it is a really good show, I can't really get behind it because I really have no interest in seeing Gotham's villains as as young kids. Yeah. I just don't want to know. Yeah. Part of the appeal of of the Batman universe is that you don't really know so much. Yeah. And even in even in Batman Begins, even though you get to see how bad things are, but it's it's Falcone. You know, e Falcone's e in it. No, even even though you get to see how Batman started, it. How he began. No, Nolan was yeah, how he began. You know, Nolan was smart enough to know that part of the appeal of the character is the mystery. Yeah. And so even though you show how he became Batman, it's still shrouded in mystery. And, and I some like of the worst that. parts of the show are the kid, the kid back Bruce stuff. 
What it, what it, what's it, what's great is uh, Jim Gordon and uh, Don Logue, I think is that's the yeah, yeah, name yeah. he plays Bullock. Mm-hmm. Just their shit, and then dealing with stuff is like it should just have been. I mean, um, Kevin Smith did on his Fat Man and Batman podcast with Paul Dini. They were spitballing after they saw a trailer for the next Batman game, yeah, and it was all just the kid's face. Yeah, so it showed like young Bruce getting like watching his parents die. Uh, being beat up in karate class in school and just like it was constantly focused on his face it was a very cool trailer and they just spun off from that yeah. and they were saying the first season of the show the Wayne should have been a part of it and have them die at the end of the first season exactly that would have been a nice yeah, way to now, do if it you, if you want to do something like that that would be the way to do it the problem is is like you, you, you're, you're telling us more than we need to know yeah. you could get away with it in Smallville it's Star you know? Wars all over again yeah you can get away with it in Smallville because yeah. you know essentially Superman has never been, you know, he's been a fucking fish tank. He's a walking fish tank. You know, you know, ex- you know exactly what it is, you know, but the whole thing about Bruce Wayne, what makes him so compelling is that you never know what he's going to do. No. You never know. And he is you, Batman. Yeah. Bruce and, Wayne and when man. you show, when you, when you show him fucking growing up, you are killing that mystery. Yeah. And the same thing about the And Batman. when he fucking, he hangs out with Catwoman. Yeah, you know that's wrong. You know that's Catwoman wrong. Witness his parents dead. It's wrong. No, it's wrong. It's Poison like, Ivy just hangs later, around in the background. Later on, he catches her like hands in a fucking safe. It's like, hey, what have you been up to? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. But the guy who plays Penguin's awesome. We're not really talking about that. Oh, I know, I know, I know. We're I know. not talking about that. I know, but I have to say that that and Zaz, that they're they're. You know, they're, I mean, like, I'm still upset that fucking Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor and not Michael Rosenbaum. You know, but sometimes shit just happens. Yeah. I'm not. We're not talking about the performances. We're talking about. That's the performance. That's the thing about, the way the thing about these fucking comic people. books is that people forget what makes them great. Mm. You know, everyone just sees dollar signs. It's like, how can we fucking, you know, like Race this milk this more milk this shit, and completely forgetting what makes Batman different from like Superman and Green Lantern and fucking Aquaman and all these. You know, because he talks like this. <laughs> Green Lantern doesn't disguise his voice. Nah. Speaking of milking dead horses, it's like um, Christian Bale's Batman voice is his. His his uh, inner voice. It's 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 fucking you know Christopher Reeve's glasses. <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. Speaking of uh, beating a dead horse, but in a good way, hopefully. Um, Chad Stahelski and Dave Leach, these former stuntmen turned directors of John Wick, John Wick, have been talking with Movies.com, and they said they're in development right now for a sequel. If we could work with Keanu Reeves for ten movies, you'd have a really cool career. <laughs> that's nice. So the issue isn't coming up with more action. That's not that. That's that is their bread and butter. They want to get a good story. And they're also currently in talks to helm Cowboy Ninja, Ninja Viking, Viking. Yeah, yeah. With Chris Pine, which is a great title. Yeah. If they change that title to something like Tomorrow Never Dies or what was it? To, what was that? Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. It was supposed to be all Cowboy Ninja killed. Viking. It tells some Hollywood suit assholes gonna say, "Well, Cowboys versus Aliens didn't work out so well, so the cowboy word isn't going so well in testing. So let's change that." Fuck that. Yeah. No. I. They. Um, they've been talking about the the, the John Wick sequel. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how to do it. Mm. But we'll see what they... I mean, like, I love John Wick. I can't I, I'd be very happy to have a John Wick franchise. I'd be very happy. Uh, especially sure if, if those guys are behind it. I'm not sure if it was Jesse Hawkins or someone else I follow on Twitter who said, like, I'm not that in, I'm not that interested in a John Wick sequel, but I'm interested more in that world. The world of the coins yeah. and of the, yeah. the, 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 the rules yeah. and the, you yeah. know, you don't fuck around in the Continental, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and that, and fucking Lance Reddick, the movie. Yeah, I mean, like, if you had a TV series called The Continental, yeah. that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Just like every ep- you know, like every episode is just like a different motherfucker going in there and trying to get away from shit. Yeah, and yeah. like hiding out from shit, and yeah, they, they and eventually. Clint is gonna That'd be great. Home. That'd be great. 
Um, and then the guy from the wire turns up before he gets killed. In addition to that, uh, these guys are also working with Keanu Reeves on. They've been spotted around Tokyo because oh. uh, they're they're uh, location scouting for rain. Uh, Keanu Reeves and the uh, director, stunt coordinators of uh, John Wick. Sorry, uh, listeners, that's the sound of me being what's rain. That's my <laughs> face. Sorry, what's rain? Well, uh, before John Wick came out, another project that was announced was uh, that Keanu Reeves has reteamed with his John Wick team to uh, bring the uh, the Rain series to the small screen. The the Rain series is um, a it's a series of books by Barry Eisler. Mm-hmm. Um, which is about a half-Japanese, half-American assassin who specializes in killing people and making it look like an accident. Okay. And it's, uh, there's this whole series of books on this. It's um, comic book or book? Novels. Novels. Oh, novels. And uh, the first book is called A Clean Kill in Tokyo. And so uh, Cinemax has already picked up the option uh, for the... Like, they want to see a pilot. Cinemax. Well, you know, Cinemax now with, um, what's that fucking series that Clive Owen is doing uh, about the beginning of um, surgery? The Nick. The Nick. The, the Nick, yeah. So that's that's a Cinemax show. Mm. So ever since um, that that show came on, Cinemax is actually being taken seriously as, yeah. a, as a new provider of original content. One more Austin Powers joke that no longer makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and so they've picked up Rain. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, like uh, Keanu Reeves has been spotted all around Tokyo, like location scouting for the pilot for the show. Cool. And so, I mean, I'm very cool about like the John Wick directors are directing the pilot. Um, the showrunner from Son- Sons of Anarchy wow. has uh, come on board as the uh, showrunner. For He's the- a bit of a dick, apparently. Is he? But he can be a bit of a dick. I mean, he got pissed off with the fact that Mad Men took all his money. For one season. That's not being a dick. You know, that's, yeah, that's no, just but, being no, pissed off. He went off, he went off money. and like he told everyone he's being he was pissed off at it. If Mad Men took all your money, wouldn't you fucking yeah. go off? Yeah, well some of the shows didn't. Walking Dead didn't. They just stayed in the farm for a year. That's just like Frank Darabont going like, Yeah, creative differences. It's my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Frank Darabont. I may leave your project in six months. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's on his business card. Hi. Hi, I'm Frank Darabont. I may leave your project. <laughs> If you don't agree to everything I say. Which sucks to me to say, because I am a massive Frank Darabont. Oh, yeah. Oh, The Mist. You know, The Mist, Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile. You know, let's not talk about the fucking Majestic. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that one, yeah. Uh, so again, still flogging a dead horse. Um, on Adam Carolla's podcast, Take a Knee, Mel Brooks said he's hoping to get a sequel off the ground called Spaceballs, to search for more money after the re- release of Lucasfilm's Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now, I thought I said this was a different story where it said it was going to be Spaceballs 3, the search for Spaceballs 2. No, that was the um, the I Am 8-bit sequel, oh. sequels poster. Oh, okay. That was one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, yeah, Which I, I never ordered. Yeah. But the the search for more... It was, it was Dark Helmet, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The search for more money was the title he said in the first movie, so... And he was hoping to get everyone back, especially because it's after The Force Awakens. It's after yeah. a, a, yeah. a yeah, big yeah, thing. Yeah, that could yeah. be cool. Although cool. Uh, the robot voice was voiced by Joan Rivers, right? Yeah, yeah. So they missed out that. But he, yeah. he wanted to get. Can you imagine? Get Bill Pullman. Can you imagine Bill Pullman playing Lone Star now again? <laughs> I mean, the Winnebago with wings is going to look pretty fucked up. I'd love that. You know, but then again, you know, now you're venturing into Bill and Ted 3 territory where it's like, you know, how long can you wait yeah. before it becomes ridiculous? In new movie territory, mm. um, 
Nicolas Cage versus Sharks. There's a movie called USS Indianapolis in the in the world. Yes, yes. Which is anyone who loves movies knows this is the story from Jaws. Yes. When they're trading tales around the uh, table in Jaws, um, Quince talks about being on the USS Indianapolis, the ship that trans transported uh, the bomb. Yeah. Before they bomb the fuck out of Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's Mario. Although this is slightly worrying, Mario Van Peebles is directing it. You know what? I got no issues with that. No, but what is he? He hasn't directed anything big. Mara Van Peebles directed New Jack City. That's true. That he was also, a long time ago. He also directed Posse. And he also directed... Um, oh, shit. What's that movie based on his dad's life? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, like a, your badass... You know, like, badass. I think that's what it's called, oh, actually. Yeah. Badass. And it was based on his dad's life. And it was a kick-ass movie. Yeah? Okay. You know, Mara Van Peebles, as far as I'm concerned... You know, I, I got no issues with that guy. Sonny Spoon, man. <laughs> That's the laugh of a man who had, who's really shocked I remember that shit. Because <laughs> it only lasted a season. <laughs> Sonny Spoon. But the, the whole story of the ship, the story is that like it, the, the, the ship sank and two thirds of the crew died due to exposure, dehydration, Salt water poisoning and shark attacks, and this is the story from Jaws. Yeah. So yeah, I I want to see Nick Cage punch a shark straight in the fucking face. You know, like Nick Cage. You're not even me, man. Talk. Speaking of Nick Cage, right now Nick Cage is in Vegas shooting a film about crooked cops, and this is the trio of actors. It's so ridiculous that I must see it. Mm. It's Nicolas Cage, right? Elijah Wood, okay, and Jerry Lewis. What? <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. He's still alive. Yeah, Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Like Nicholas Cage and Elijah Wood play two crooked cops. Jerry Lewis, big in France. Yes. Nicholas Cage. I'll say it again. Nicholas Cage and Elijah Wood. The original professor was he? Yes. And Elijah Wood are playing two Vegas cops who find a hidden safe. And decide to keep the money. Ah, and, and, I don't like this, buddy. And, Jer- that's, that's and, and Jerry Lewis, this is amazing casting. Jerry Lewis plays his, plays Nicolas Cage's dad. Oh. It's genius. Jerry Lewis is Jim Carrey in the future. Pretty much, yes. Like if Jim Carrey falls through a time hole and ends up just being, and gets this horribly discarded a la predestination, he could end up just being Jerry Lewis, where his whole shtick was screaming and doing weird stuff. And just being big in France and then not like Jerry Lewis should have been in everything. He should have for the last twenty years. Yeah, there should have been. He should have been in fucking Twelve Monkeys or he should have been Terry Gilliam movies or fucking you know. National Treasure. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> it was it was him and Cary Grant though, was it? Who was the guy yeah. used to team up with? Did you, you remember the uh, the the Jerry Lewis? Wasn't it? It wasn't Ben Crosby. No, no, no. It was uh, uh, Lewis and Martin. Yeah, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Yeah, that's right. Rummy Dean Martin. That's right. <laughs> but do you, do you remember uh, that that really cool cameo that Jerry Lewis did in uh, the Billy Crystal film Mr. Saturday Night? I didn't watch Mr. Saturday Night. You haven't seen that? Mm. It's fucking genius. That's not the base basketball, it's, it's, is it? No, no, no. That's my giant. You know, I like yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's very schmaltzy. It's yeah. they lay on the schmaltz really thick. But there's this great scene where Jerry Lewis is meeting this woman played by Helen Hunt who wants to you know represent him as an agent. And they're meeting at this club where it's only comedians. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's talking with these other comedians, and then Jerry Lewis pops up, and he's got he's got a beer mug in his mouth, like the whole thing. Like, <laughs> you know, and then and then he's just like, 
you know, and and then like, and then Jerry Lewis is, like, and, and then uh, Billy Crystal is like, "Hey, how you been, huh? huh? You know, you know what you should do? You should visit France." You know, and, then, and, then, and Jerry Lewis is like, "France? Oh boy, I never thought about that, but I think I'll go." You know, and then he walks off, and then Billy Crystal looks to the other comedians and goes, "Who the fuck was that?" <laughs> nice. And then the other comedians like, "Looks familiar." <laughs> nice, meta. So yeah, uh, back to Netflix, which is coming up soon. Um, we've been a bit on the fence with Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Ritter, and Jessica Jones. Ritter, Jessica, Jessica Jones, yeah. Yeah, so there's been a few photos released of her so far. I think my biggest problem with her is the bitch in Twenty Three C or whatever the fuck that show was called, because she has that very sharp fringe. Yeah. Having seen her now in Breaking Bad, she's not that chick. Yeah. And in uh, the, the photos, the set photos they've released. Do you reach that point in Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah. met her. Um, he's boner. Watch yeah. the telly. Yeah, um, I'm not much further though. Because oh. Walking Dead came back. Oh, it gets better. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> but she's got like a parting. Like I mean, fair enough. I wouldn't imagine Jessica Jones is a black-haired girl. Yeah. It's, she's she's always very mousy and brown. No, I mean we we've had this conversation before. I yeah. mean, I I always kind of met. Kind of imagined uh, Jessica Jones as kind of a Natasha Leone kind of. We've had this conversation before. She's from American Pie. Just okay. Google image the chick. You'll know her immediately. Um, uh, and yeah, because there was something about Jessica Jones that to me always felt kind of rough, rough and tumble. Hmm. You know, and Kristen Ritter. Just, it was. It wasn't David Mack. It was someone like David Mack doing the artwork, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and was like, that kind of shit? Well, little, David Mack was doing covers. more of the covers. Uh, there was. There she had a little snubby nose, and she had like mousy brown hair, and she was like your commoner garden variety. A little, bit, in New York. a little bit. She was like a. She was drawn like she was a fugly Heather Graham, you know. And <laughs> that's harsh. I would say like she's a female schlub. More. That's less female schlub versus fugly Heather Graham. Well, fugly is a that's a word, but that's an agenda. <laughs> you take that back. But you know, I think the photos that I've seen from the shoot, they look like I can see. Yeah, this she's not bad. This is this isn't. I'm not annoyed with this. Yeah. Uh, so just just ready to be normal. It's again, no, I'm, I'm I'm not annoyed at it because it's just, she was so made up in that the B from whatever yeah. fucking number. I mean, was. but that's the whole thing with with Marvel. It's like I cannot I can't think of a brand that has you know cultured um, such a trust in the you know in the audience. Mm. You know the no matter who they cast. The audience is just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I didn't see it, but you know what? I'll fucking go. You haven't watched the Agents of Shield, right? Um, I've seen the first like seven or eight apps or something. Okay, so is it J. August Richards? Is that a black guy in it? What's his name? Who he was he? in even. He was in uh, Angel, the black guy. He was yeah. in the first episode. Yes, of yes, yes, yes. That guy. And yeah. He's Deathlock. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. And they've made that work really well. Spoilers. <laughs> Two seasons in. Fuck off. What's that this? work. Arrow. What? Arrow. What no, is Agents of Shield. Oh, Deathlock. Yeah, oh, Deathlock. Remember Deathlock? Deathlock, a terrible fucking character. Yeah. Does not work in the yeah, Marvel yeah, Cinematic yeah, Universe. Yeah, yeah. They made him work. I was thinking Deadshot. Sorry. No. Deadshot's Arrow. Yeah. And also, I've been catching up with Flash. I haven't seen any Arrow yet. You should, if only for the second season, where it gets to the point where um, what's his name, Slade. That's Slade Wilson, DC. Mm. What's mm. his name? Can't remember. He's like wears a mask. Has long hair. He was the bad guy in the Teen Titans. Oh, uh, yeah. it's not Deadshot. It's like Dead. Oh fuck! No, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, I know. What's his guy. name? You know the guy. What's yeah, his I name? Ah, remember this. 
you have a laptop in front of you. Google the shit. That's the most interesting fucking thing you can do on a podcast is Google slave. Yeah, well, you don't have to tell people. Wilson. <laughs> you don't have to tell anyone you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. This should be in the Google result. Deathstroke. I knew it was a death thing. Deathstroke. I knew it was a, a D word. <laughs> you fucking dolt. <laughs> Another D word. What are you, dense? <laughs> <laughs> right back in my face. Oh, shit. Uh, some good news about a new TV show. Graham Linehan, creator of the IT crowd. Yes. Co-creator. Father Ted. Father Ted is working on a new um, TV show. It's called The Cloud. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? No. So it's about the it, it, it's about the crew of Cloud Station Thirteen, which is a, a, a space station in orbit around Earth, and it's set up to protect the vast amounts of information that uh, humanity has created on the internet and some of that. Mm-hmm. So most of it is selfies and pictures of kittens and porn. Mm-hmm. So um, no one who mans this these are all like janitors, space janitors essentially, and the whole space station is controlled by voice. And if you try to use Siri, you know how bad that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested because it's Gray Lenahan, but I'm also interested because it's Adam Buxton. Oh, very from cool. From Adam and Joe. Yeah, 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 very cool. And who, I mean, we've, I think we've, we've played some of their clips before, the Adam and Joe clips, like yes, the, yes, the, yes, the yes, Skyfall, yes. was it? Uh, Quantum of Solace? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want any Solace. I don't, I don't even want to, I don't, don't care if you've got them. I don't even want a Quantum. That you should look up Adam and Joe. They're really good. Yeah. So he's actually going to be in it as well as co-created. So that's interesting to me. So. Because Grayman, I mean, he's doing this thing called Count After Strong, which is based on a radio show, which I haven't seen it at all. No, me neither. No, and I had no idea what it's about. Uh-huh. But from the name, I assume it's like uh, Noel Fielding's character from the IT Red. Right. But that's probably horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> trailer news! Trailers! Did trailers. you see the trailer for Guy Ritchie's The Man From Uncle? I did. This movie looks amazing! Really? Like, I loved it. I, was, I love the trailer. I was. I mean, I love the style of the trailer. It's, it's no, a no, Bond no, it's, movie. It's very stylish. But it's a Bond movie without being a Bond movie. They yeah, managed yeah. to find a slightly like the music that plays during the car chase. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's a yeah. different way. I know, Bond I know. Would, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like very great. A Bond producer would say, "No, we're not doing that." Whereas yeah. this is like, let's go. Cool. No, I mean, do I, you like funky music? No, I, I mean, I, I as far as trailers go, oh. I thought it was a kick-ass trailer. Mm. You know, I mean, the movie could be shit, yeah. but the fact that they moved it from January to August is a very positive sign. Yeah, the movie was originally supposed to oh, come really? out. The movie was originally supposed to come out in January. Uh, you know, uh, January 2015. They pushed it to August. Okay. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's a very good sign. Um, Henry Cavill is doing a very cool Robert Vaughn American, <laughs> American accent. Army they, Hammer is just doing random Russian. No, Army Hammer. Then again, Army Hammer. Fuck this guy. What's his it's name? Like, the Gemini Man. Oh, who's the guy who played Ilya Kuryakin in the original? You know, oh, don't do I'm this to me. <laughs> no, but I loved him. I mean, he's a great actor. I loved him in the Gemini Man as yeah, well. Yeah, he's yeah, a great yeah, guy. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit annoyed. It's an origin story. But they're teaming up. I was a well, bit annoyed about that. Well, they kind of have to do that. But it but looks I, like they team up really fast. Yeah, but I do like the fact that that, that 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 opening... So the opening of this trailer is essentially Henry Cavill lying in the back of the car. Are they still following it? Is there one or two in the car? There's one. It's like, is he got one hand on the steering wheel? And every time he says something, you see the other side yeah, of it. Yeah, it shows yeah. something bad's going to happen. Yeah. And that's very cool. And it's like, when you hear something that sounds like a gunshot... Drive. And he just leans up and shoots. And like, right... Uh, I want to say Ryan Gosling. It's not Ryan Gosling. It's Amy Hammer. Leans back and misses the bullets. It's like, oh snap! 
No, I mean, there's some very cool stuff that's happening there. And, you know, Guy Ritchie, visually, when he's got the right material, Guy Ritchie's fucking gangbusters, you know what I mean? Well, he has, I mean, but he's, it can be, he's definitely mid-table. He's method Tidfield, you know what I mean? He's like, there's a a level where at some point in the future, if he proved himself a bit, he could direct a Marvel movie. Yes. But he's never, I mean, Vaughn has gone further. Yes. Matthew Vaughn. Whereas no, no, Guy Ritchie, I no, mean, but, no, Guy, but Guy Ritchie's, no, the, diff- Guy the difference is the difference is is that Matthew Vaughn has proved himself as a man who understands different kinds of cinema. Yeah. Whereas Guy Ritchie is like, if you can, fi- if I can shoehorn my style into into what you want, yeah. I can come up with a good product. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, no, I mean, but I, 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 mean, mean, I would French, like to see him French, grow. I would like to see him grow. The French would call that an auteur. <laughs> yeah, but he's you know, a shit auteur. He's a shit auteur. <laughs> he's a shit auteur. I mean, the word auteur has never helped anyone. No. You know, but Guy Ritchie is someone. It's like you gotta marry the style to the project. Yeah. And I mean, and this and project the, 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 those Sherlock like, Holmes movies were very stylish, but it's again, it's like, it's like that's good. It's yeah. not like fuck yeah. This looks like a bit of fuck yeah. Yeah. No, and, but I mean, like again, Cavill's chambers. No, oh. again, again, as again as as far as fucking trailers go, I couldn't fault this trailer. I thought this trailer looked fun as shit. Because again, the music choices are music choices you wouldn't normally get. Yes, and you know, Henry Cavill. Looks, the look is a little bit off Bond. Again, yeah. everything is like right. If we're gonna do a Bond movie, you take option A. Henry, if you're Cav- not going to do a Bond movie. You do B. Henry Cavill looks like he fucking nails it. Yeah. That bit where he just pulls out the tablecloth like that, fucking nails it. It's like, how did, then, get, how did you get an invite to my party? Oh, I saw it. So you're a thief. Do you wear a mask? Oh, no. I, I wear a mask sometimes, but not when I'm robbing people. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And just when you think like, ah. Oh, Some is- fucking writer was like, I fucking love it. I nailed it. Just when you think that the trailer is like, oh, okay, this trailer's done. Suddenly, Hugh Grant. Boom. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? You're, you're not, not a very special agent. You're not having a special day, are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And Hugh Grant, you know, Hugh Grant's one of those guys who just knows how to fucking deliver a line. Yeah, and also, he would have been this ten years ago. Yes, exactly right. So, I mean, yeah, I'm interested. Can you imagine, like, if you you were Hugh Grant, you'd kind of be pissed off. It's like, fuck, if only four weddings happened now. Yeah. I'd be be fucking Ant-Man, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? You mean if... Like, if four weddings came out, like, two years ago. Oh, and I was two years ago. I was ten years younger. Yeah, you know, Hugh Grant would probably be fucking being courted for, like... A Marvel movie or something. Yeah, he'd be old from. Fucking A. <laughs> Fucking A. Do you mind terrible if I kill you all? No. No, like in, in, in the words of David Cassidy, uh, I was thinking maybe, you know, I'd, I'd destroy the world. <laughs> <laughs> Another cool trailer that popped up. So, uh, a lot of trailers actually we should get through. So Straight Outta Compton came out with a bit of a wanky beginning bit. You saw the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's yeah. all the trailers, right? So it's got Dre and Ice Cube driving yeah. around going like, Shit ain't been like it used to be like. <laughs> it's like, fuck me the fucking trailer. I didn't realize until What they should have said is like, we only have Dre and Ice Cube here because fucking Easy E is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even got, he didn't even die of gang death. He died of AIDS. But the Ice Cube's son is playing, He's playing Ice Cube. Ice Cube yeah. which is, and it's, it looks like... It looks like Ice Cube. I, mean, I don't think it looks like Ice Cube at the time because I wasn't into NWA, but it looks like the character Ice Cube played in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the glasses, the hat... Domino, motherfucker. But the fact that fucking Paul Giamatti's in it as their fucking manager. I know, I know. It's like it's like the the rebirth of pig vomit. Mm. You know, it's like he's coming. Uh, you are the motherfucking antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there's a, there's an element of like they cast them for that, but also they're well playing to that. Yeah. But like, this looks like a really good movie. Now, again, I've heard numerous people say like, 
Are they going to cover the fact that Dre threw a woman down some stairs during the period this movie covers? I would love it if they did. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I, I'm going to see this because NWA was my introduction to rap. Yeah. It was, I mean, NWA and Two Life Crew. <laughs> were were my prop I mean like I, I suppose if you want to go further back than that like the fir- my my first introduction to rap was probably Run DMC um, and even then they had to fucking team up with Aerosmith for me to walk that way you know walk that way you know but but NWA for me was just like you know that was a deal breaker it's like I had and there's no- a great moment in the trailer where they say like please don't play fuck the police it's like that was a better song we're the better song fuck the police. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. <laughs> you can't listen to the podcast, but I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm taking yeah. my hands in the air like I just don't care. They got the authority to kill a minority. But it looks it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Which can I mean? Because I mean, there I mean, there is a there's this, a well worn path of the rags riches story. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is like huh. no, and no, and and I think it's coming at a really good time because I, I think sometimes you it's some, been a while since Eight Mile. No, it's not just that. I think sometimes, you know, you underestimate the the effect of hip hop culture, and yeah. you know, the whole. Idea, well, we wouldn't have had the whole. Idea, Mathers, it wasn't yeah, I mean, the whole idea of gangster rap, it, you know, started with this. I yeah. mean, this was the beginnings of that, and they were the. What's he, what's Pig Vomit say? Oh, what's no? What's end up your way? Is it? Is it no whites allowed? And like, it's niggas with attitude, bitch. No, but the whole thing about gangster rap is that now it's become something that you almost kind of make fun of. It's you cartoonish. Know? It's cartoonish. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's bitches and money. It's, you know, it's Snoop Dogg has a... It's, it's run, run, run from DMC has a reality TV show and Snoop Dogg does crazy trippy at video That's right. Videos. That's right. I mean, the whole thing... You know, fucking even, even Ice-T. Ice-T has gone like the reality TV route. Even Ice Cube is doing fucking family films now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing has been saturated to shit. But, you mean Triple X 2? What was it? No, what was the other no, one? No, but it's like, you know, are we there yet? Yeah, are we there yet? That's you know, the one I was thinking of. All that shit. Yeah. You know, like, the, the last really good movie Ice Cube did, where he was the lead, was fucking Friday. Like, you, the first Friday. <laughs> you been knocked the fuck out! That's a great movie. I was just bullshitting. Have and you, you noticed. Have you seen the... Man! The, have you seen the picture online where it's got, like, a photo... It's, like it's a glass, but it's got, like, photoshopped iced tea in it and floating in it are little small ice cubes <laughs> it's great Jesus <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense right boom oh shit another trailer uh, <laughs> that came out so finally we've moved past the shoe we have a trailer for uh, Kenneth Branagh's Cinderella yes dear Jesus does Helen the Bottom Carter not age she doesn't age. She looks. I mean, she looks exactly the fucking same. If she was my fairy godmother, oh, there would be some highly 15 plus rated action going on there. Yeah. What do you? What's your wish? I want to bone you, bitch. I'm gonna fuck this. <laughs> Call me Tim. Hey. Call me Tim. Call me Tim. Who's your favorite director? Call me Tim. Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Thanks. But um, the movie looks interesting because it's like I mean it's it's got um, well it premiered at the Berlin film uh, film mart which is a bad place for a Disney movie but it got re- I mean like uh, it got an amazing response like the one thing that stuck with me was um, it's not it's Kate Blanchett right yeah Kate Blanchett smashing the suit yeah yeah like they're fucking around with it yeah which yeah. is interesting yeah like she smashes the glass slipper 
Yeah, but there's like an, I mean, Hellbound Carter isn't much in the real trailer. No, uh, but but from what I've, there's a, there's a pre teaser or something like that. No, but, but all of the reviews that have been coming out of out of Berlin say that this is really fun. You know, and no, they say this. No, is they really say they say it's fun in the same way that Thor was fun. It's like no, say, it's like this Brana, is, this is re- it's coming out of Berlin, so they, they don't say that. They say this is really no, it's very good. This yeah, is very good. good. This is very good. fun. It's, it's quite it's fun. very like Thor. It's, it's you know, it's, uh, you know, you watch it, and we've had a lot of darkness here. And, yeah, uh, and it's, it's a little and, bit of light. And so it comes out with the lights and the bright colors. So, yeah. Would you like to see my little tank? No, no. yeah, freak out. Auto <laughs> band. So yeah, no, I mean. Uh, no, it's I mean, br- I'm interested because what was what did Brandon do between this and Thor? Uh, Jack Ryan, which okay. was a good film. Did you watch it? I didn't yes, watch it. it was a very, very good film. You know, uh, it it did, did he not. Mim- did, he, did did Chris Pine mimic Harrison Ford's no, awkward no, walk? No, 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 I mean the movie did not deserve the drubbing it got to not do well. Yeah, you know, and even people, even people, you know, like uh, the critics' responses to that movie, even people who didn't like it had to admit that. The thing they didn't like about it was the fact that it seemed a little out of its time. Oh, you know, but well, it's based on a how long old. Tom I know, but, but personally, I had no issues with it. I thought it was a really well-made Did film. Did you review it? No. Why not? I can't remember. I Fuck. Because I think it had been too long. Uh. No, but I thought that it was. You know, it, it's a nuts and bolts. It's a nuts and bolts fucking thriller. Huh. And as far as that is concerned, it completely delivered. Okay. This was a January release, by the way. I mean, let, let's yeah, not forget yeah, that. Yeah. This came out in January. For a January film, it did... I thought It, it wasn't dog shit. I thought it was pretty fucking good, yeah. you know? And, I mean, I'm a fan of the Jack Ryan series. Yeah. And I thought that Chris Pine was really good. I thought, you're not going to come in here and bark at the President of the United States like a junkyard dog! <laughs> <laughs> no, sir! <laughs> Shame on you, sir. <laughs> this is actual calling knife. Actual calling knife. I still remember that call sign. That was that was what that, that, that guy who was in. Is, I think no, it wasn't, it wasn't the guy who was in End of Watch, but the the guy who played General Hispanic Guy Number Three in a lot of movies. Oh, Cliff Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know that's the guy. Will the phone? Will the phone was the guy. I don't even know that's the guy. They they sent the team, the CIA team, to the fucking South America, and they got killed. I don't even know if that's the real fucking guy. Is it Cliff Curtis? <laughs> Either way. Another interesting, an interesting trailer. So, there was Hitman, Age of 47. Which looks amazing. Which looks like someone's finally... No, no. As far as trailers go, this looks fucking amazing. But also, they figured out... You need to get a guy who looks like that motherfucker. Yeah, not um, justified. Justified, yeah. yeah. Which no, is a, uh, no, no, I mean, no disrespect to Timothy Alpha. No, it's just a fight. I fucking love that. Like you can't hear right now, but I'm actually I'm I'm lifting my jacket over my side holster gun because it's what he does, and I'm wor- you should put your hat on. <laughs> Where's my hat? Oh, it's here. <laughs> Gavin's been wearing a hat, by the way. Podcast listeners. No, um, it's all right. It's just. A but the, the original um, Hitman movies had the problem where they made him a character. Yeah. Whereas in this, he's a tsunami. Yeah, he's he is the fucking... enemy. You have to. You, you cannot escape him. And Zachary Quinto, Spock is going to help you escape him. Yeah, and that's no, I mean, but, and, and that's exactly why you love John Wick. Yeah, is that they don't waste any fucking time trying to humanize John Wick. Mm. He's just this fucking juggernaut. That's the gonna... most human. The most humanizing they do is he always pops you in the head first before he pops you in the head in the chest twice, just to make sure you don't feel any pain. That's right. Yeah. Whereas this this looks interesting because the guy who I don't I don't even know the guy who plays Agent Forty Seven like Rupert, Rupert Friend is it Rupert Friend that's his name 
got Fred and me. But the whole point of the game of Easy, this thing is... Randy. The whole point of this game is you have several options to kill your target and you got to figure out which one to use. Like, there's an area where you can drop a barrel on them. I mean, I played it a bit, but not much. You can drop a barrel on them or you can do some weird, crazy shit or you can kill a guy and dress up in his clothes and people won't recognize you for a bit and you got a bug on you. And um might <laughs> been to Malaysia. But, like, it, 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 it's interesting that they've totally flipped it. You know what I mean? They've actually decided he is the enemy in this case. So that's, that's kind of an interesting way to go. But it, looked, it looks like a fun movie. I was like, at first I thought like they've done some weird shit to Zachary Quinto to make him look like Agent 47, but then he turns up later as, oh, oh he's not. Because the, the trailer says like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Agent 47 starring Zachary Quinto. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. And he's like, oh no. But the what guy, is Agent 47 the guy, gay? The guy who plays Zaz, yeah. Victor, Victor Zaz, mm-hmm. in Gotham, yeah. he's got 47 all over him. But it's interesting. No, I mean, like, uh, I remember the trailer for the first Hitman, and it didn't grab me. I saw the trailer for because this. Because... Yeah, no, I Timothy saw... Timothy did not look like the right thing. No, but, like, I, I wanted to see it because I'm a Tim- Timothy Oliphant fan. You know, I was like, I love that guy, you know, but I see the trailer for... Have the, you watched the one Justified? Yes. As much as I've given you? Yes. Have I given you some? I've seen, like, the first three seasons. Okay. How, many seasons, how many seasons is it? How many seasons is it? It's a bit more now. Yeah. But, um... Oh, shit. Fucking Boyd. Boy Crowder. Boy. We need to do a special show on Boy Crowder. You broke your hat, you dick. <laughs> I feel like John Mayer. Now it looks better. <laughs> it looks better with a fucking gate string. But yeah, uh, Boy Crowder. What a guy. Yeah. Walton Goggins. Alright. And the next trailer I want to talk about is the Poltergeist remake trailer. You know what? This trailer looks amazing. Yeah. Because this trailer it's not is fucking badass. This trailer is a reaction to the paranormal activity footage bullshit. Yeah. Um, like, there's a point where they show the house getting ripped apart. Yeah. And that is pure 80s, Tobe Huber, Steven Spielberg, fucking Poltergeist. So, at the moment, um, Sam, Roth, what, 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 uh, Sam Rockwell's in it. Is it directed by Sam, uh, Sam Raimi? Produced by Sam Raimi and his Ghost House Pictures. Who's directing it? It, it comes out of his uh, fucking Ghost House Pictures. Yeah. Uh, the go- Ghost House Pictures is all about scary movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's it, it's got the scariness going, but it's not kowtowing to the lame ass bullshit we've seen from scary movies recently. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, like there's like there's a there's a, there's a whole beautiful build up to like you know all this kind of shit going on, and there's times where like. So what happened before she was taken? Yeah. yeah. And then it cuts to... And there's, like, there's this thing with eyes in the dark. Yeah. The creepy fucking clown. Uh, although, I have to say, the scariest thing in the whole trailer was Jared Harris's Irish accent. <laughs> it looks like your house was built on a cemetery. It's You're not dealing with an ordinary ghost. It's a poltergeist. Oh, be Jesus. It's fucking awful. No, I mean, like... Uh there was a lot of sort of skepticism about this film. Yeah, and that's a classic. I mean, no, it's a classic. You know, and you it's see the, original, the trailer. It's the original that has Coach drinking the tequila and the yeah. worm fucking takes him over, yeah. right? Yeah, you and know, the tree and the fucking uh, braces eat the face of the person, right? Yeah, I mean, like uh, this is the kind of movies that you hoped that Spielberg was still making. Yeah, you know, but um, it's this trailer is chilling. Yeah, it it looks. There's some beautiful new terrors. Like there's a bit where uh, you see uh, this is a, you see Sam Rockwell like he thinks it's his daughter yeah and yeah. it's a weird fucking doll doll yeah, thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that fucking clown thing? Like, clowns are overplayed, but it makes clowns work. And then there's the, the tree thing. There's a bit of a, there's a shot of a tree thing. And uh, there's a point where it was a Carol Ann. Carol Ann. They don't have a dwarf lady in it, which is shit. Fuck that. <laughs> this house <laughs> is clean. You need to have her in it. But uh, there's a point where she just says like, Mom, something's wrong. And it just yanks up the stairs in the most horrifyingly weird physical way yeah, that yeah. your brain just goes like, no! It's really good. Yeah. I, I'm interested now. No, no, I, um, I'm very fascinated by this. We'd have to go see it together because my girlfriend doesn't like horror, horror movies. They'll destroy Because there's no couch to jump behind. No, there's nothing to hide behind. Uh, quick one on a trailer called Plastic. Have you seen that? No. I would have totally gone over it if it weren't for the fact that Will Poulter... Who was oh, yeah, in, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh... Son of Rambo. Where are the Millers? Son of Rambo. Son of Rambo. I'm all right, Lee Carter! <laughs> fucking, uh... Fuck... Fucking! He's made some good choices. Uh, he, I mean... The, the main He's also of, from Narnia, right? Yeah, he was the guy who's like, I don't fucking believe this! What's going on, you fucking pricks? It was great. Uh, he was also in the Maze Runner. They're like, fuck you! Do what you're told! He's got like he's not made great choices with movies, but he's made great choices with roles. Those roles yes. in those movies are yeah. fucking well poltered. Yeah, he's uh, he's also in the Maze Runner, right? Yeah, and in that he plays the kind of asshole guy. No, they all, like, they no, all... He, he's he's uh, he's very clever at taking roles that kind of ensure that he's going to steal the film. Yeah, very much so in the Maze Runner, actually. Yeah. Um, because I saw that, but also Alfie Allen's in it, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot. Of, I mean, the the problem is, I think it's Ed Sellers is the guy, the main guy's name, and you think that the title refers to his face because he looks weirdly like John Barrowman, like he got like thirty years of uh, plastic surgery. Plastic surgery, but they're like ripping off people. But it looks interesting, and I, I can't remember the German guy. He's the go-to German guy for all movies. It looks interesting enough. They're like the credit card skimmers. What? Till Schwinger? could be him. I don't know. <laughs> But it's like they're, they're credit card scammers and they go to LA and they get like the credit cards of like five big high rollers and go fucking ape shit. Uh, could be interesting, but it looks like what I don't want to happen to my movie. Another interesting trailer that came along was Lost River. Did you see this? No. So Lost River is written and directed by Ryan Gosling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw this. I saw And this, this is a fucking great poster did you see this poster yeah yeah it's a great it's a great poster it's a great poster. great poster no but the movie got torn apart at Cannes yeah but Cannes is full of French no it, it got torn apart for like being bad or being weird well apparently the movie is uh, very I mean I'm looking forward to this because it's got like fucking Christina Hendricks you know like so Christina Hendricks and Sasha Ronan it's got that kid from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who plays Fitz or Simmons because they call him Fitzsimmons <sighs> But I mean, and it's got Doctor Who, Matt Smith, as like this Matt fucking Smith. psycho. Is like the whole town is dying. Yeah, no, and he's like the king of the it's town. Like, it's like a. Uh, I was told it was very much like a David Lynch, an early David Lynch, Lynchian kind of odyssey. Because the trailer looks visually sumptuous. Like there's a, there's a whole thing about these like the, uh, the the guy from Agents of Shield is like I found these lights going into the going into the river, and it's just like street lights going down to it because they buried the town in the water when they built the dam. Right, and the rest of the the rest of the area is just dying now because recession and shit. Right, and um, I think uh, Christina Hendricks is the mother of these kids or some of that. But Sasha Rowan's like kind of this girlfriend, 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 boyfriend. Now it's like he's trying to. It's like you're in Shitsville. What do you do? 
and it just looks visually so just there's definitely like it, there's definitely a, a drive vibe to the trailer when the music kicks in later on like I originally didn't think that but when I saw it again it was like yeah drive did you hear that the director of drive like uh, Nicholas uh, what's his Renew name Reffin. yeah yeah his next film is with Keanu is it the neon thing yeah what's it called Neon. neon Demon. Yeah, but it's it's apparently it, it might be a, he's a bit of a weird egg. Yeah, you know, no, it's about chicks. I mean, like uh, it's about it's about like they might be vampires or something. Yeah, yeah like it's a mod, it's about a bunch of models who just like fuck. So it's got Christina Hendricks, Ellie Fanning, and Keanu Reeves has recently been added to the cast in yeah. an unspecified role. But he has some weird opinions on stuff. Like he's not no, he's normal. fucking loon, he's fucking he's a fucking loon. I still haven't seen there uh, was it because uh, he and Keanu Reeves were supposed to make. A movie together like years ago, they were supposed to make a Jekyll and Hyde movie together. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the one he made? We supposed the last one he made with uh, Only God like, Forgives. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Have you? I haven't seen it. Either. I, I, but I'm, I'm, I, I need to, it's a movie. But there's this with. great quote where he's like, "Up and wait, I've been working on this movie for three years. I have no idea what it's about." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's a movie you need to work up to. Yeah. It's the same reason why I'm more to feel in England because I need to be in the right fucking mood. Yeah. I just remember like uh, reading in Empire magazine. Like, you know, that, that, that set report, and they're interviewing Ryan Gosling, you know, because the movie was shot in Thailand. And, and then they were saying, it's like, Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendes retreat for some incredibly unnecessary beauty sleep. <laughs> Finishing up with uh, coming up with trailers. Um, so, yeah, Super Bowl was before, after our last podcast, right? Super Bowl? Yeah. Bef- yeah, after. It's after our last podcast. Yeah. So Tomorrowland, that Tomorrowland trailer, we're not going to tell me that Joseph Packer was the same as everything oh, else. Fuck, you know... That, Tomorrowland is like, what the fuck is this movie? No, no, I mean, as far as Tomorrowland is concerned, the trailers are bullshit. You know, like, the first trailer was enough to say that this movie is very interesting. Yeah. And I Brad can't, Bird. Like, I can't wait Brad to see Bird. it. I can't, I can't wait, Bird, right? I, yeah, yeah, Brad Bird. Brad Bird. Yeah, Brad Bird. You know, I can't wait to see the movie. I can't wait to see the movie. But as far as the trailers go, fuck it. Yeah. You know, because... They, it doesn't show you... Anything this movie's about. No, but that's good. That's good. That's good in but a way, but it's, but it's, it's just also, like, you know, it's just uh, like, I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. give a shit about the trailers. I just want to see them fucking movie. True. A uh, movie, a uh, trailer I saw online, which might not get much play, is a movie called Spring. Do you hear this? Uh, yes, I heard about this, yes. So it's a, like, American guy in Italy, beats his girl. Yes. They can only meet at night because she's secretive. Yes. This looks very cool. Is she a vampire? I don't know. Because of some weird... She has a medical condition. This no, no, wait, wait, wait. The vampire thing is disregarded <laughs> because he meets her during daylight. Right, right. So there's, a, there's numerous daylight scenes during the trailer. They only meet at night because she has to hide from, from something else. <laughs> there's a, a scene of... You know that classic, like, you have the spine bones and then it kind of ripples? Yep. A classic freaky, deaky thingy you do? Yeah. Some of that shit going on. There's a very Slenderman moment in there in the middle of as well. So... It just looks genuinely interesting. It's, it's very shot very nicely. And there's a lot of very good reviews on the other, so... I'm actually interested in that. Because it's like... She has a medical condition, but it's not clear... It's the, it's the kid from the road, right? Like Cody McPhee Smith. Know, it? It's know. another one of those three name names. Okay. Finishing off our trailers. Magic Mike XXL. You know what? Have you watched Magic Mike? Yes, I have. I have. Did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. I didn't watch it. You didn't see it? Yeah. It's fun. You know, I mean, after you, the thing is, is like, a lot of guys think about Magic Mike and it's like, bunch it's of, just dumb! Bunch of fucking rip cunts, you know? And that's true, but it's kind of like a strip show where, where you, um, you're exposed to so much flesh 
that by the time you get into the 15 minute mark, you don't really care. And it's well, actually, it was fun, right? Yeah, it was a very fun film. Yeah. I mean, it's actually. And I mean, this starts. The trailer starts with him like doing some furniture and just breaking into some fucking dance. Yeah, it's yeah like, I know. This is gonna be goofy as fuck. No, but I tell you the funny thing about like, okay, Magic Mike is a movie that needed no sequel. Yeah. This is the most unnecessary sequel. It's Showgirls Two. It's yeah. It's the most unnecessary sequel ever, and I say that as a fan of the first film. Mm. You know, I enjoyed Magic Mike. Did it need a sequel? Absolutely not. Um, so when this trailer comes out and you see the trailer, my re- reaction was I just started laughing. <laughs> yeah. I just started laughing because I, I didn't think I just started laughing too. Because because it's like this is the trailer is basically telling you. This movie has no reason to exist. Yeah. Other than the fact that chicks want to see Channing Tatum dance, and they want to see him dance wearing as little as possible. They want to Channing all over his Tatum. Exactly right. And I, it was weird, because I saw the trailer with my wife and my mother-in-law. Say it properly. You know. With my wife. With my wife and my, and my mother-in-law. Who was also my sister. <laughs> you know, and, and they were fucking speechless. They were just like, after the trailer was over, they were just like, mm, can we see that again? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and, and, and suddenly, you know, you, you just get it. You, yeah. you just get it. You know, you watch it with the right people and you're like, no. And even the way the trailer's cut, it's so embarrassingly pandering. Yeah. You know, like that last shot. Where everyone's walking into frame, and the way the camera just zeroes in on the fucking abs, <laughs> you're just like husbands around the world will hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I enjoyed the first one. I will probably see the second one. So fuck. Yeah. And it looks fun. Yeah, it looks fun. It's generally fun. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, maybe one was. It might be one. I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed the first one. Director on that. Steven Soderbergh. Oh, of course. <laughs> what Soderbergh? Really? Yeah. He oh, both. Yeah. Fuck. Sodenberg. He ain't retired shit! No, but Sodenberg's the DP on this. He's not directing. Oh. He's just shooting it. I forgot to mention this in the news, but if you go to herzoginspirations.tumblr.com, have you seen this? No. So these are like, you know, you got your inspirational posters. They're supposed to give you a little boost every day. But <laughs> the text they put over those delightful photos, it's Werner Herzog. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I want to see the Penguins movie because... Apparently, the beginning of the Penguins movie is actually Werner Herzog doing a Werner Herzog speech. Hmm. So Her- the first one I'm looking at is like it's a it's a it's a it's a sunflower. It says, "If I abandoned this project, I would be a man without dreams, and I don't want to live like that." Harmony. There is no harmony in the universe. We have to get acquainted with this idea, and there is no real harmony as we have conceived it. And this is the guy who said like humanity is awful. The only thing that is lacking is the dinosaurs here. It's like a curse of weighing on the entire landscape. And whoever goes too deep into this has his share of the curse. So this is a great website. It's got like nice photos and just horrifyingly depressing Werner Herzog quote. He's the most depressing man in the world. Mm-hmm. Hang on, wait. The trees here are in misery and the birds are in misery. That's the kind of shit he just... He just... He, these are actual quotes. He just says this shit. Mm-hmm. When he got shot by a BB gun <laughs> during an interview with Mark Kermode, he said, like, this is nothing. We should continue. <laughs> Listen, that's on YouTube. It's fucking nuts. Some fucker just shot at them, and he got shot with a BB gun. 
And he's like, shot where? Like in the chest? It's him somewhere. He's like, all life is death. This is nothing. <laughs> he's like, he's just like, which is why it's genius. They start a fucking movie for 12 year olds. Yeah, the penguins yeah, yeah, yeah. with him saying like, all these penguins will never amount to nothing. Cool stuff. There is a 1959 Cadillac hearse for sale in the US. That may not mean anything right now to you, but when I say, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. That's what you mean. How much? $95,000 or best offer. Fuck you, man. And it's actually, wait, it's in in Ghostbusters livery. It's got the whole shit going on. Fuck you, man. How much is that? Ninety-five thousand. That's like that's like fifty thousand like times three. Times three. Times three. Still less than a fucking BM. <laughs> yeah, but can a BM go? Nah, nah, nah. Hey. I've got to do now. What about emails? No, we have emails. We have plenty of emails. Our first email comes in from Barry. Who is your favorite father-son acting pair? Uh, (laughs) well, you know, I mean, this is a tricky one because not all uh, famous father-sons, like, act together. You know, it's like Kiefer Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, they've never done a movie together. Never? Never, no. They they are doing one now. Really? Like, they're doing a Western, uh, but they've never done it before. Shut up. Hot Shots, part new. No, no, I, yeah, exactly. Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen. No, no, no. I love you on Wall Street. I love you on Wall Street. No, no, I was going to say that, like, uh. That is the best. Martin Sheen with his kids, yeah. with, with with both Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. What did he do with Emilio? Um, he did this movie called um, The War at Home, oh. uh, where Emilio Estevez directed and uh, Martin Sheen acted in it. Um, and also, um, Charlie Sheen appeared in a film that Martin Sheen directed mm-hmm. called Cadence, okay. uh, where uh, Lawrence Fishburne was the fucking... R. R. Lee Ermy character. Uh, so yeah, I, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like, yeah, it's Martin Sheen with both of his kids. Emilio Lloyd Bridges did something with his kids, though, didn't he? Uh, Lloyd Bridges. He's not in the Fabulous Baker Boys, is he? He, I can't remember. Yeah. But um, no, it's one of those questions. Just like, it's kind of hard to say because like you have these famous father son things. Sean like, Connery hasn't worked with Jason Connery. No, they never worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael Douglas and Kirk Douglas did it did one film together it all runs in the family mm-hmm. it runs in the family um, and great. that and that movie wasn't great yeah. so in terms of like dads who's cool about just appearing in their both their son's work it's all hot shots it's all fucking Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez I loved you and, Wa- and fucking Wall Street I loved you in Wall Street that is the most and they're both writing their fucking journals and it's like it's so perfect it's apocalypse now it's all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Perfect. But the cool thing about Martin Sheen is that he supports both of his sons yeah. really well. It's like even when Charlie Sheen was going through that massive fucking meltdown and he had this funnier dive video where he's in he's in the pool with like these two girls. He's Tiger Blood! He's in the pool with these two girls and he's like doing like an Apocalypse Now thing. And then Martin Sheen is like, Charlie, get out! <laughs> get those girls out! Hi, ladies! Get out! President Bartlett was fucking affecting his authority. Yeah. Email two comes in from Zombie Snoopy and says, "Who? What are your favorite animated movie characters?" For me, it's Stitch. 
Really? I fucking love Lilo and Stitch. Um, you know, I expected nothing from that movie. I know Hannah means family. Uh, for me, it's probably fucking Baloo. Baloo? Yeah, from Jungle Book. From Jungle Book? Yeah. Because he's the king of the swingers. Yeah, I mean, like... The Jungle VIP. I mean, no, no, I mean, like, the thing about the... Are you thinking Baloo and Eric from the, the from the Jungle Book, or are you thinking Baloo from Tailspin? No, I'm thinking Baloo from the Jungle Book. Okay. No, I mean, like, if you're talking... The thing about animation for me is that the Pixar movies are great, mm. but I generally don't... You know, like, as far as the characters are concerned, they're all great characters, but maybe it's because of my age, they don't stick with me. Also, you're dead inside. That's right. You know, um, when I think about the animation characters that really had an effect on me, they were cartoon, they were animated movies that I saw as a kid. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like Jungle Book for me. Wally made me cry. I, I, Wally, I like Wally. No, I love Wally, you know, but. Wally. But it's, it's. It's not to take away from those characters, but as an adult, I process those characters differently. Mm. Like, if you're asking me of characters that really meant something to me, honestly, they were all from my childhood. So, like, if like really? if you like, like if you had asked me my favorite animated characters, I would have gone fucking Looney Tunes. Mm. You know, I mean that that's those are the kind of Space Jam. Those are the kind of <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of the thing where the Space Jam website, the, the GeoCities... Yeah, yeah, it's still the same. It's still, it's still the same. It's still online. I know. <laughs> I told you about that. Yeah. No, so so it's like movie characters. Like, if you were asking me for over the last 10 years, then I would probably tell you, you know, fucking... You know, fucking... Stitch, Stitch is my spirit animal. If I had to choose a modern-day character, it would be fucking Mr. Fredrickson from Up. Hmm. You know, I love You're that. a crotchety old fuck. No, I love that character. I hmm. love... I love what that story meant. Yeah. You know, like that whole thing, like my, like my wife and I, we... My wife. My wife and I, you know, we think of up as our story, yeah. You know, um, but to me, that's, it's almost a little too close to home. Mm. So in terms of being able to look at animated characters that just drive me crazy, like get me excited, you know, it would, it's, it's... You're going back a ways. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I generally, like, I saw... Lilo and Stitch isn't that old. But when I no, saw that, I just fucking love that fucking guy. Because he's just fucking like, fuck everything. Yeah. All the time. And if I can actually burn shit up and destroy a planet, I'll do it. I'll do it. If there's water, I'm fucked. But I'll try and work around. <laughs> like, when he's... When he gets on the fucking big wheel and tries to get <laughs> off Hawaii and he can't because it's a fucking small island, he's like, he has the water and his his molecular density is too... I know this movie too much. His molecular density is too much. He can't fucking swim. Yeah. Love it. Fucking yeah. love it. And also, Ohana means family. Yeah. Love it. No, I mean, it's like, same thing with me. It's, it's, you know, I think what you love about cartoon characters is the fact that they can do what you can't. Yeah. And... And the same thing, and, 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 and same thing like like blue. You know, it's like blue was you know that that whole thing is. He's the, a hipster. No, it's the. <laughs> He's a hipster. It's, it's the original. Blue is the dude. <laughs> exactly right. It's it's the original Hakuna Matata. Yeah. You know. I do like those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it um, Pumba and Timon? Well, I was a young warthog. Well, he was a young warthog. Uh, so email three comes in from Gian. You know Gian? Did anyone tell you Gavin looks a lot like Justin Theroux in Mulholland Drive? 
Fuck yeah. I've had photos. It's when you're Fuck yeah. You're not wearing your thick glasses right now, but when you wear your thick glasses, like come over here, look at this shit. And also your hair's long. When your hair is short, that's you, my friend. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Only you're not getting married to Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah. yeah. So we have a few questions from Facebook. Jeff Head says, Neil Blomkamp directing the next alien movie comments. We dealt with that already. Jeff Head also says, Kingsman, can there be a sequel to Colin Firth? Colin Firth, we have, neither of us have seen Kingsman. You yeah. should say that. But yeah. Colin Firth says he's up for it. So I don't know if he dies in it or not. But um, thanks, Jeff. Jeff Head also says, because he was bored this morning, Idris Elba, the next Bond. I don't think that would be a big stretch. You know, I, I have no issues with a black Bond. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds weird Black Bond yeah um, is that like a financial thing you know and, and Idris Elba uh, was my first choice for Django Unchained yeah you know because before they because I remember after like, Will Smith said no after Will Smith fucking idiot said no yeah because he was like riding high on the after earth fucking kudos there was this um, you prick there was sorry guy with it there was a, like a short list of people and Idris Elba was on it. And Idris Elba was my choice for, for fucking Django Unchained. Have you seen Little Warrior or do we owe you a DVD? You owe me a DVD. Shit. <laughs> I've seen the whole thing except the last season. Um, so Idris Elba as Bond, I would have zero issues with it. Hmm. But honestly, you know, I mean, what I would really like to see with the James Bond franchise is that I would actually really like to see them go... The Man from U.N.C.L.E. You know, I would like to see them go a little older. Older? Yeah, you know, I mean, the thing about James Bond is, you know, he's... No, I mean, like, I, I don't know what I would like to see. I, I would just like to see, like, uh, an older, you know, uh, iteration of the character. Um, which which I know is not a very popular choice, you know. And, and if they're going to go, if they're going to go, like, a different way, then I'd be totally cool with, with Idris Elba, but... Honestly, I'd like to see like a like a fifty-something James Bond, because to me, James Bond is, you know, he's kind of like, he's, you know, he's slightly Sherlock Holmes Holmesish in, in that way, you know, and and I'd love to see like, you know, like like a like like an older James Bond for some bizarre reason, because you know, because the James Bond movies have become about the stunt work and become about yeah. this and become about that, and the opening act, the opening act stunts. Yeah, yeah, and and. And I, could be. I think if you went a little older with James Bond, like if you did like an actor in his 50s or whatever. And, and who was actually just a racist, uh, sexist prick. Absolutely. You know, like you, you, you get him and he's just like, he goes he says, Christmas only comes once a year and the fucking girl just slaps him in the face and says, fuck off, you prick. Something like that. Mm. I mean, I have no idea who I would cast, but to me, to make James Bond more interesting is that if you turn James Bond... Because now the James Bond movies have become like like Jason Bourne movies. Yeah. If you were to take that same concept and move it from Jason Bourne and turn it into something like you know um, Taylor Tinker Soldier Spy or Taylor Taylor Soldier Spy, you know, or The Imitation Game or yeah. something like that. If you were to take it and move it into that direction for a while, you know, I, I think I would enjoy it. I mean, Black Hat kind of half-assed tries to be a Bond movie, but in the worst possible way. Like that's what you don't want to do. Florence Wan says, 
What should Spider-Man do in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? He should spin his fucking webs all over everyone's face. And he should mention nothing about how he became Spider-Man. Yes. I mean, personally, I would really love it if fucking Spider-Man blinded Iron Man <laughs> with his webs. Yeah. It's like it's like Robert Downey Jr. says, like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then Spider-Man just like, pew, 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 on his eyes. Yeah. And just blinds the cunt. I just wanted to like or, or Spider-Man makes like a web a web fucking shield and throws it and knocks out Steve Rogers. No. Spider-Man Spider-Man is the one who restrains them. Actually, yes. The Hulk goes on rampage. Yeah. Spider-Man Spider -Man ties that shit nails down. Nails that shit because down. Because the Hulk is stronger the more angry he gets, yeah. right? What is Iron Man going to do? Piss him off. What is Steve going to do? Hit him with fucking shield. Piss him off. Black Widow. But, Laser fucking... But if Spider-Man just wraps him up, him up... And he's like, ah, Hulk angry! And then 30 minutes later, Hulk coming down! No, but what I would really like to see, I'd love to see Spider-Man make Fuck out... Black Widow. Make out with Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole spider theme going on there. Yeah. And the dude in his web. Mm. No, but I would also really like a scene where, you know, like everything's kind of calm and Tony Stark's like, so you made these yourself? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they had that same scene with uh, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Mm. You know where they have like they're geeking out. They're geeking out. You know, and if you're still going with the original thing, like he made the web shooters himself. And this is what Robert Downey Jr. is going to hate. You know, because whoever plays Peter Parker is going to be funnier than him. Yes. He's going to have a better comeback. Yes. He's going to like yeah, but go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you have a scene where Tony Stark's like. You made this yourself? Yeah. How did you do that? Do you know how I did it? After I got off your mom, <laughs> that's when I did it. Something better than that. Yeah. I'm not a Hollywood writer. Yeah. Jeff Zweig asks, will Arnold finally make a sequel to Total Recall? No. 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 That's, that, that ship has sailed, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Especially, that's That awful. movie's been remade and filed as no can do. Because they... Went through the middle of the earth to get to Australia. But I would love to see a sequel to True Lies. Where Arnie and... Um, Tom Arnold. No. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis are divorced. And he's trying to get back with her. Yeah. But he constantly has to do spy shit in between. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Arnold has yeah. been in a movie since... A good movie since then. No. <laughs> Tom Arnold's finest... He hour. wasn't in a good movie before then. Tom Arnold's <laughs> finest moment... Standing behind that lamp post. Ah, that lamp post. And getting shot. Yeah, like, oh, 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 okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Love that movie. I'm, I'm one of the few guys I know who loves True Lies. It's like I talk to Chiron, and Chiron... He's like it? He hates True Chiron Lies. Chiron has been on the show. He hates True Lies. Why? He thinks it's incredibly sexist. Um, I'm like... No. I mean, there are, you could say there are, like, elements of, like, Arnie's getting his wife to do a striptease in front of him where she thinks she's being prostituted is a bit off. I'll give him that. But he fucking flies a Harrier. <laughs> they set off a nuke in the Florida Glades. It's fucking no, no, insane. I mean, like, True Lies, as far as I'm concerned. Alicia Dusk, who's in it? I know, it's like, no, I, I think True Lies is a fucking classic. Yeah. I'm gonna get that poster just thinking about it. Yeah, well, I was a poster on that, Hero Comics? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a snow cone maker. 
She took the ice cube trays out of the freezer. What kind of <laughs> sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? It's a water heater. <laughs> Stop cheating me up! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he goes nuts at that point, doesn't he? Review! So! Oh, this is all me. Shit. Yeah. Um, I gotta pee. You gotta pee? Okay. So, we're not doing the Gongo spoiler cast. Oh, this kid. So, Under the Skin is a movie directed by Brian Cox. Jonathan Glazer. Jonathan Glazer, sorry. Jonathan Glazer, director of Sexy Beast. Sexy Beasts. Who's a very... No! 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 Go pee. Okay. So, Jonathan Glazer's done a lot of shit. So, this is Under the Skin by Jonathan Glazer. So, he's actually, like, number one in most of the, um... UK's ads of the year thing. Yeah, the yeah, horses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get his horses out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Surfers and horses. Yeah, yeah. Which is an amazing video. He also did Camera Police for Radiohead. Mm-hmm. So this has got uh, Scarlett Johansson in it, which is it's a good thing for Scarlett Johansson. She's doing weird shit, and you're not sure what the fuck is going on for the first twenty minutes of this movie. There's a lot of abstract imagery. Um, it's like white spheres docking into other spheres and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it, it turns out that it's like about something has assumed human form mm-hmm. and is going out among the streets of Glasgow or Edinburgh I'm not sure where and there's these creepy biker fucks but she's like enticing people back to this place and um, when they go back to this place she takes all her kid off and as they're walking along, they don't realize they're being sucked into the floor, and you don't know what happens to anybody. It's a very, it's a very arty movie. As fuck. Yeah, it's arty as fuck. But it's creepy as fuck. When the when you actually find out what happens to these people, there is a scene where you see like this one guy who's like, there's people. It's a very, it's very abstract. Like it's never truly explained what's going on. It's like they might be aliens, or they might just be something else, mm-hmm. and like. These guys are willingly taking their clothes off and getting bought naked because they want to fuck Scott Johansson. Yeah. But while they're trying to get to her, she's walking on the surface and they're sinking into it. Right. And so they sink below. Right. And there's one scene, there's one horrifying scene where you see what happens to them. Yeah. And it's really fucked up. <laughs> like it really, like, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll hit you. You're like, you're watching this movie going like, this is some art school, but oh Jesus. Like right. it really hits you right and I mean uh, there's a lot of stories about this movie about how Scarlett Johansson just did drive a white fucking Ford yeah, transit yeah. So, around so, so a lot of the reactions are are natural are because, na- because she's so unnatural yeah she's like oh where are you going oh do you need lift you know it's really forced it's like Scarlett Johansson is doing Aubrey Plaza yeah yeah but um Something happens, and she decides not to do this thing anymore. Right. And more bikers turn up. This is the chaperone's biker thing right. turns up. Right. But, like, there's more of them looking for her. She goes off on her own. And it's depressing as fuck. <laughs> for, for aliens looking at us, and it's just us looking at us. Right. But it's a very... It's 100%, which 1,000% in our film. Right. Like, if you're expecting Scarlett Johansson to be the... It's not, it's sp- not Species. It's not Species, <laughs> it's not Starman, but it's an interesting film. It's ex- I mean, that, that first five minutes are actually uh, basically, if you don't like this, fuck off. 
Yeah. The first five minutes will actually deter a lot of people. But it's interesting, and um, I don't know what I think about it. Still, but this is months later. I did you enjoy it? Kinda. Well, I mean, the fact that you're not seeing anything bad about it. I know. It's it, it's just a weird. I mean, if you like art films, it's a weird art ass. So movie. so it's kind of like what if Terrence Malick decided to do an alien invasion, an movie. alien invasion, movie. kind of yeah, right. very much so. Okay. But it's, I mean, Glazer, again, he's someone who could go so far. And some of the visuals are amazing. No, but, but Jonathan Glazer has never been the kind of director to make you give a shit. No. You know, it's like, you know, he does, like, Sexy Beast. He also did that Nicole Kidman movie, Birth. Birth, yeah, which is fucked you know, up as which fuck. Is, which is fucked up as shit. So, I mean, he's got his own ideas about what he wants to do. Yeah. You know? It's interesting. If you're into weird ass art movies, it's, it's one of those ones you need to set aside some time to watch. Like I said, I still haven't watched um, a film in England because I don't feel I'm ready for it. Because after watching what was uh, Wheatley's other movie, don't want to have the teacher for it. <laughs> a field in England? No, the other one. Kill List. Kill List. After watching Kill List, was like I don't watch any of your movies for a while. <laughs> Sorry. The only movie I saw was. Um, Jupiter Ascending. Yes. Jupiter's take 500 mils of Flash Gordon. Yes. <laughs> add 500 mils of the Fifth Element. Yes. Add in some more Star Wars. And a soup song of Dune. Because that's what this movie is. The, the Wachowskis are beyond crazy at this point. Yeah. So, this movie is about um, Mila Kunis. She's a Russian immigrant. She's fucked. Her life is awful. It's Cinderella. Her life is fucking awful. All she does is clean toilets for her mom and her aunt, and then whatever. But it turns out that she might be the queen of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I avoided this in my reviews I wrote, but that's what people have said. She's the queen of the universe. Basically, Earth, fuck God, Earth was seeded by a company and they use humanity or humans to um, make stuff that makes people live longer and apparently through random genetic shit happening occasionally it's essentially a reincarnation but it's genetic reincarnation the exact same re- it's the exact same genetic pa- pattern happens it's essentially reincarnation mm-hmm. so uh, she will own Earth. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eddie Redman, who is getting massive kudos for the theory of everything, is talking like this and wants to have Earth to himself. <laughs> no, they, they've been talking about this yeah. movie. It's they, so they, weird they, they, they at the same time. No, no, they've been talking about this movie and saying, like, could this could this movie be... could, ha- could Sabotage it, his could actual astral. Could it have the Norbit effect? Yeah, because he is like... Half the time he's wearing a cloak, but no shirt. He's like, I want you to go to the shop and get me. I'm buying the credits! Like, he just starts shouting at weird moments. Like, there's no reason for it. So he's, he goes full cage. He goes full cage. So, uh, Chani Tame turns up as um, uh, her protector. He, he, he is on a bounty from someone else, but he, he likes her. He's not going to kill her. Chani Tame is essentially playing Orlando Bland. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's kind of cool. And, like, he's the only bounty hunter who doesn't want to kill her. 
And like, there's a whole, she's, there's a weird, like, I mean, it's uh, the movie Bob. Have you ever seen the movie Bob? Movie Bob on Twitter has a, a, a he does video reviews online and he's pointed out that it's, it feels like a movie this thing's missing from. And I can understand that a bit where, so she's cleaning toilets, Chinese James says, you come with me if you want to live. And then they go out into the greater world. And then Alien Grace, I mean, she's going to sell her eggs to make money because they're poor fucking Russians. Right. And um, during that, it turns out all the doctors attending her are Alien Grace, who are the cheap-ass fucking bounty hunters you can get. Yeah. And Chinese Tatum rocks in and has amazing flying boots because he can fucking... Uh, uh, like what was it? rollerblade with rollerblade with them and then snowboard <laughs> afterwards. But no, like he gets a rollerblade movement. Like there's multiple times in this movie she has to fall out of things so we can save her. Right. Which is annoying as fuck, and it's like this lazy writing. Right. But essentially, okay. But does the movie? I'm drunk. Does the movie deserve <laughs> the drubbing? To, it's to be getting the drubbing it's deserved. No, I don't think so. I think. Essentially, the story is... Is it fun? She gets introduced to a world she doesn't know about. Uh, Chinese Tatum is her chaperone for that world. There's some amazing flying sequences. There's a, there's, a, there's a flight sequence in Chicago, which I felt really... Because they were trying to marry physical effects and um, actual effects, or, sorry, CGI, it looks shit. Like, when he's actually... When he's flying around his flying super boots in Chicago, dog shit. It's like... Because he's got a guy on wires, right? Yeah. He's on wires and he's going to try and look cool while also being swung off his ass. Yeah. It's like, ah, shit, help! Whereas when it gets to the full CGI stuff, it looks cooler. There's elements of Dune in there. There's families that are controlling the universe. There's also other shit in there. There's some guys who look just like the Flash Gordon guys in the throne room when they played fucking American football in the throne room from Flash Gordon. Yeah. Sean Bean turns up and the whole time looking at him, you want to say, is he going to die? <laughs> I don't know I'm not going to say whether he does or not but it, I mean it feels as I said this movie Bob movie Bob on Twitter said like it feels like something's cut because there's, there's an element of the repeat things which would be a coda essentially but there is a section where they have a whole um, homage to Terry Gilliam-esque Brazil style yeah. bureaucracy because Terry Gilliam's in it and right? then he fucking turns up and, but that's a five minute sequence it's like that doesn't fit with anything else he was on. <laughs> so it's, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, these are the guys who gave us Speed Racer. Yeah. So which I'm a fan of, by the way. You like it? Yeah, I like Speed Racer. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, like, I, I think it was too long. Yeah. It didn't need to be as long as it was. But I know? love the Scott Pilgrim style. You will do this and like speed lines. This isn't that. I mean, there is a there's an intriguing universe there, but there's like also this the the level of dialogue and conversation is way weaker. Right. So it's a weird movie, and like it's a fun. I mean, it is fun. It is fun, and like Chinese Tatum's great. Although he's an albino half dog human person. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone must have seen already the the clip of you know he's saying like. Because once once it's revealed, she is royalty. Like royalty in this universe means that she is um, she's the genetic inheritance of something else. Yeah, so yeah. Like, so basically, if you touch her, you're fucked. Yeah. And he and she's like, 
oh, if, if my genetics are all fucked, and you know, like, is that explain why I fault people who don't like me? And he's like, Your Majesty, I've got more in common with a dog than you. And she's like, I love and she's dogs. Like, I love dogs. So yeah, it's yeah. like, that's the most ill-judged conversation yeah, ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's, the, those things happen. But there's an intriguing universe. And the, the design stuff is great. Like when like the, the no, dune, I mean the thing about the Wachowski, the dune, the dune aspect comes in where like a ship docks and the chandeliers in the uh, locking bay, mm. or like the front of the ship is like a mansion. I mean, the thing about the Wachowskis is, is that honestly, I think they are way better world builders than they are writers. But this feels like they built their world, and half of it was cut the fuck. Which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, because it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, again. This will resonate for myself and Gavin because we were talking about this earlier. But at one point, there's the captain of the space police is like, we need to go there. And the pilot is a elephant-headed man. And she says, do it, Ganesh. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's uh, so it, on the it's nose. It's so on the nose. It's bullshit. Murigan? Murigan? So they have a weird thing going on there. I mean, it's a fun, I would say, it's a fun movie. It's a fun, like, chick, I hate saying chicken brain the door, but I mean, it's fun enough. No, but that's the problem with the Wachowskis, is that they do these fun movies, but they want to try and wrap it around some crazy ass fucking theory that they have. Yeah. And the best thing they could have done for the Matrix 2 was that actual Zion was part of the Matrix. Yeah, that would have solved all their problems and interested introduced a whole new issue of problems to solve. Yeah, and that Zion is level two yeah. of the Matrix. Yeah, and this is the same. It's just like I, I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm shitting on it. It's it's I don't want to say the last Starfighter. I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, the last Starfighter is kind of terrible in a way. It's a horrible film. It's Space Invaders. It's a horrible Have you seen film. Space Invaders? No. It's one of those many movies that were made with the footage from um, the one with uh, John Boy where the spaceship had tits. You know that movie? <laughs> yeah. The Space Cowboy? Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Always called Space Cowboy. Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that level. But with a bigger budget. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, but as I said, what, what really caught my version of it was that this guy this follower the guy I followed the movie said like it feels like like three things happen that sounds like it's a theme but that theme wasn't developed because it was cut and that's you know there might have been more to it but the fact that Channing Tatum wears flight boots and Mila Kunis falls out of shit a ridiculous amount of times for her to save her from that is like oh, here we go again but this good is it's universe building, but yeah, it's not great. Right. Go for fun. Also, apparently chicks love this. I don't know why. I think it's because Channing Tatum has his top off for half of it. <laughs> so that is one of our most drunken, longest. One thirty-seven. No, we're short. Yeah, it's not the longest. No, right. longest. we should get pizza. Thank you for listening. It's our most drunken episode. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for sticking with us. If you have stuck with us this long, the keyword, email us at podcast and make them fries, Mackiap and fries, and email us the keyword monkey shoulder. Monkey shoulder. If you email us that, we will call you out in the next episode and call you a dick. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I need 15 seconds of... <laughs>